Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's guests are currently putting on capes. It's... Quite beautiful, and I really, really like it. Today's first guest used to compete in challenges to see if he was truly my best friend, Austin Murphy. This is true, and I won. I actually did win, so. We were so silly back in like, what was that, third grade? That was third grade, yes. So silly. I used to hold challenges between him and a couple of friends, and then the winners would like be, the winner of the challenges would be declared my best friend. As if that's how that works. I would also just like to say that all everybody else in the challenges literally lived on this block. So for me to win was just like, Wow, what an underdog. Wow. That's true. Crazy That's very, story. very true. I was rooting for him. And today's second guest used to do th- bad things as a child that I would get yelled at for every single time. My brother, right. Christopher Manella. I remember that. And I was doing it on purpose. We thought you were. I was. I was aware of it. Yeah. Um. We are going to get into today's topic, but first we have to take a quick little break. We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And we are back. So guys, today's topic, they're all a little bit different. You could put all of these in a different category. Um, in a way, we've done oh. similar stories before. The thing that all of these stories have in common is that they all take place- In the sun? About a house in the woods. Uh, do you guys believe that there could be houses in the woods? Absolutely not. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> That's, Why would you do that? Isolation. Right? Scary. Scary bears. Mm. They even made a movie about why you shouldn't be doing that. Doing houses in the woods? Yeah, it's called Gavin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Don't do. Um, yeah, everything you guys just said, my thoughts exactly. I also don't believe in cabins or houses in the woods. I haven't seen it. There's just no way. Okay, what I will, what I will say seriously now is that obviously um, those are real. These stories are super bizarre, though, mm. and I'm really, really skeptical, I'm skeptical. of them. But um, why don't you guys be the judges? You guys ready to hear story number one? I didn't get a response. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just I forgot he can't do it. <laughs> yeah, he can't do that. He can't do that. <laughs> like we can. My oh, bad. you guys were t- telepathically we, telling each other you were ready for the I story. I forgot you couldn't hear. No. I'm so confused. 
<laughs> no one's gonna understand what's going on. I, I don't understand what's going I on. I think we might be ready for the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we're on the same page. <laughs> yep. Okay. Story number, number one. one. This story is about a couple named Wendy and Eli. They got married at ages 30 and 32. Wendy was non-traditionally spiritual. She believed in the paranormal and all of these things. And Eli came from a very religious family. After their honeymoon, they decided to stay at a cabin in the woods outside of Pigeon Forge, but did not want to say the exact name of the cabin for safety purposes. Where is that? Tennessee. Wendy brought a double handful of gardenia blossoms with her as a spiritual offering to nature. Is that a tongue twister? Oh my gosh. <laughs> she, she wanted to give them as a symbolic offering to nature for her special occasion. She didn't perform any rituals or anything. She simply laid them out on a little wooden box that had a fake bird on it on the porch of the cabin and she sent up feelings of gratitude and joy. Before settling in for the night, Wendy and Eli decided to go out and get some groceries. When they came back, they found that the peace offering was destroyed. Shrugging it off, they went inside. They went to bed that night. In the middle of the night, they were woken up by some banging on the outside of the cabin. And Eli was too afraid to get up and go check what it was because he had this strange feeling that there was something watching him from outside the window on the other side of the room. Then they both heard some weird metallic jangling sound coming from another room inside of the cabin. Wendy pulled her covers over her head and eventually the noise stopped and they both fell back asleep. At about 8 a.m., Wendy and Eli were woken up again by that metallic jangling sound and Wendy decided to be brave and go out and see what it was. She steps into the living room and she sees this metallic ball on a landline phone. Um, so the phone was ringing and the ball was the sound of the phone. Wendy answers the phone and she hears this weird, staticky, mumbling voice on the other side of the landline. She couldn't quite make out what the voice was saying. She kind of just lets it go. Later that night, they go back to bed and nothing else had happened throughout the day. And in the middle of the night, Eli is woken up by a cold hand grabbing his ankle and horrifying, eerie, demonic laughter. He looks up and he sees a pale woman in a white dress with a horrible mouth, black eyes, and this weird black mist surrounding her. He screamed in fear and the woman simply faded away, laughing at him. He was woken up multiple times in the middle of the night by this same woman. He would always hear her laughing and occasionally he would catch glimpses of her before she would fade away. His wife never saw the woman. They only stayed for one more night in that cabin. Every encounter with this woman was freakier than the last. Similar things kept happening over and over and over again. Eventually, they just left. And that is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. This story seems insane. This story is crazy. Like, it, I don't, it doesn't sound believable. Home invasion. Home invasion. Home alone. Home invite a person who figured out cloaking technology. Cloaking and mist technology. And ugly mouth. And what we haven't mentioned here is that this is a honeymoon. Where, where's oh, the happy part? I forgot about that. Where's the happy part? Yeah. Where's the fun? Where's the fun? Well, they went grocery shopping. I gotta believe it. All right, all right. I don't know. Whoever wrote it, it's not real either way. Yeah, definitely not real. No, nowhere near real. Nobody's fading in and out of ex like the plane of existence in reality, dude. 
And the phone. Nobody's phone rings anymore. That one scared me. So I didn't like it. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> I got the chills. Gardenia flowers. Fake. Garden I really have never heard of these flowers. <laughs> <laughs> they probably grow in caves. Okay. You guys ready to jump into story number two? We're ready to fly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Story, Story number, number two. While he was growing up, a boy named Greg attended a summer camp every single year before the camp closed down. It closed in 2007. This story takes place in 2006. So I've been watching a lot of TED Talk riddles recently. Hmm. And I honestly think there's zero chance that we lose. I'm the master of riddles now. These riddles are harder than anything in the world. There's nothing anyone's going to throw at me. <laughs> I feel so much more confident now <laughs> having Austin on my team. Once Andy started throwing all those numbers out, I was like, oh, this is just like the riddles. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Greg and his camp friends, Jan, Bridget, Aster, and Helen, were all bored one day. It's around 1 p.m. They decided to go for a little hike in the woods behind the campsite. So eventually, they found a large clearing. And in this clearing, they see a really big two-story yellow house that looks abandoned sitting right in the middle of the woods. Just then, Greg feels an intense dread. But for whatever reason, Jen and Aster decide to run towards the house and they climb in it through an open window. Bridget tried to yell at them to stop, but her voice fell flat. There was absolutely no echo. It was as if her voice was being blocked and they could not hear her yelling. They all went back to the campsite and eventually Jen and Aster showed back up. When they got there, they refused to talk about what they saw because it was way too horrifying. Later that night, at around 10.30 p.m., the whole group met up near the registration building on the campsite. And just then, lights around them started flickering, and the lights went off. And they noticed this really tall, bipedal figure out in the distance. They described the figure as moving quickly. It's tall and it's darker than darkness itself. It's hunched over, and it's got like these spikes protruding from its back. Nobody moved at all until the light above them turned itself back on, and the figure disappeared. 
we now fast forward to winter of 2009. Greg was seeing someone and his girlfriend was very, very sensitive to the paranormal and all of these things. And he told her the story of what had happened at the campsite. She asked Greg if he could take her to the campsite so she could explore for herself. Now, the campsite had been closed for a year now, but he knew how to get there still. So they went. So they're driving there. And as they get near that registration building, Greg's engine turns off. The car stops and his girlfriend turns to him and says, they're watching us. Greg looks out the window and he sees the same creatures that he saw years ago. And there's multiple of them and they're all running through the trees in the woods. Panicking, Greg finally got the car started up, throws it in reverse and he gets out of there. The whole ride home, his girlfriend will not look at him. But eventually she says, they're following us. They're the most evil thing that I have ever seen. They want us to go back with them and go in the house with them. To this day, Greg refuses to bring anyone back to that house, to that campsite. He doesn't talk about it anymore, and he has no idea what those creatures are. And that is the end of story number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Now, I just think that this is a little outlandish. I, yeah, I wasn't expecting these stories to be that crazy. I was expecting just like robbery, <laughs> like <laughs> breaking and entering, like just killing. I don't know. Yeah. Not like paranormal stuff. This is like crazy and they're being followed. And there's a lot of extra details in this story. I'm not sure how much they're needed. So right. I don't know if this is true or not. You know, the first story, eh, you know, it just was, it just did not seem believable because there's like specific details as in the flowers. Whereas in this story, there's the names in the very beginning, and there's the extra girlfriend. Yellow House. Yellow House. And then we met, like, five people, but only focused on two of them? No. The first half of the story. Aster and somebody else. Jen and Aster went into the house, and Bridget yelled for them, but her voice... So everyone was used at some point. No, not Helen. Nice. Nice catch. And you know Helen. And we know Helen. If you've seen Drake and Josh. Right. She that is not my job. Shapeshift. That one episode when she was a different person. Uh, yeah, the one episode when she was played by a different actress. <laughs> I feel like this could be a fakeity dakeity. Really? Yeah, dude. Why is this character mentioned but no, no, not doing anything? Yeah, so in pop culture, you know, the character from Drake and Josh. The character in Drake and Josh, literally, that's her model. Is I'm, that's not my job. And then Helen literally doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bridget's like, stop. Everybody's running in there. And Helen's literally like, yeah, that's not my job. Like, I'm not doing anything. It's just like, it seems a little too on par. So maybe it's not. Maybe no it lines up too coincidentally. But it's just strange to me. I I personally thought the fact that Helen was introduced and didn't do anything made the story more authentic. Because it's like, it's this kid that wrote just about his friends, at his camp friends, you know. And someone really might not have done something. Okay, that's fair. And we're still leaning towards one. We are going to get into story number three. Oh. But first, oh, we have a minigame. Oh, whoa. Who wants to play a quick game of Would You Rather? Me. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm glad I showed up today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys did too, because I wouldn't have an episode otherwise. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> All right. Would you rather spend a night in a haunted house or spend a night lost in the woods? Oh, I mean... They're both pretty bad. For a night? I would be horrified for either one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, they're both so, they're so bad. 
That's literally my worst nightmare. Am I alone or can I be with Austin? You're definitely alone. Can I? No, wait. Can we? Let's. Can I be with Austin? Come on, bro. Fine, you're together. All right, then the woods. The woods. The woods. Not haunted house, because the woods not might not be haunted. The woods might be haunted, but there's literal animals. I actually feel like there's a higher chance of you dying by in the woods. In the woods, percent But the house is just too scary. Like you're not sleeping. I can't. When have you ever heard? Oh, I know someone who got killed by a ghost. That doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, but I can't sleep. It's just the sleep. The mental. Wait, was it spend a night or sleep a night? Spend a night. You don't have to sleep. Well, I'm not sleeping. That's almost even worse than if we have to be awake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could I don't, sleep. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to sleep either way. Can I have a tent in the woods? Sure. Yeah, then I'll definitely do the woods. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people do that all the time. As long as there's no bears. All right, now I'm taking your tent away. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, hold on. No tent, but no bears. No tent, but there's bears. I just want to say, this but is you can hear them coming, soon. and you have a chance to run, and they're it's making chance to run. They move at thirty-five miles per hour, and they can climb no, trees. Stop it! They don't see you unless you guys are loud. There's no bears where we live. Oh, it's us. All right, <laughs> unless we're loud. No, Tof won't be loud. <laughs> you. What? <laughs> he said unless you're loud. And I said it's us. <laughs> I'm gonna be loud. I will be very quiet if I need to He's be. Like, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first question. I already like this. Would you rather? That was incredible. Good question. A1. So you're going with woods. Woods. I would go with the woods. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, um... You would go with the mansion? I would go with the house because I just feel like there's a less chance that I'll die. Yeah. And also... I don't care about... I feel like I've already spent the night in places that I've been haunted in the past. So, you know, uh, I've already been there. Yeah. Would you rather meet Dogman or Goatman? Oh, Dogman. Yeah. Goatman oh, was vicious. <laughs> <laughs> Goatman. I mean, Dogman will pick you up by the neck and swing you around. If he, he, he only does yeah. it to children. Yeah, <laughs> that's also true. No, he did it to that guy in the woods who How went to live guy? a secluded life. And the car? Didn't he punch a car? That was my fake story. No. <laughs> oh, thank God! This Dogman is crazy. <laughs> I still go Dogman. You know, I, I just don't think we know enough about Goatman to make that decision. There's only that one photo of him on the internet. Where he's like, you know, the, the one where he's like, like looking at the camera and he's like, don't take a picture of me. He looks like he's blinded by the flash. <laughs> yeah. Um, you almost look like Doctor Strange with those hands. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like that's the only thing that we have of him. I don't feel like when we have that much information. So you're saying dog, man. I would yeah, 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 yeah. Dog, dog man. man. Okay. Who would right. you choose? Um, yeah, I would say dog, man. Mm. I just feel like I haven't seen a dog man story where people have died. Goat man. Yeah. You just, you just don't know. <laughs> you don't know that guy. Um, would you rather be haunted for the rest of your life by Grandpa from Culture 35 or Seth from Culture 35? Is, for me, this is so easy. <laughs> yeah, for you, it is easy. Clearly, Grandpa. I was hoping you'd say Larry, because I would definitely choose Larry. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to choose Grandpa, though. <laughs> Sorry, <feel> like Seth. <laughs> Grandpa would look over me like a guardian angel and, like, grant me wishes. And Seth would just be really annoying. I feel like... <laughs> Like super obnoxious. <laughs> if you gave Seth infinite amount of time to mess with somebody, it's just too much. Like, he, yeah. has, he has no stress. He's literally just going to plan his day around messing with me. I'm so good. No, we're good on that. Who are you choosing? I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of the options. It's hard for me to pick that one. Yes. So I guess I wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't mind um, spending the rest of my life with myself because I have to do that anyway. Yeah. It's, it's so I guess there's my answer. Sorry, Seth. Mm. He's like, I'm already fighting demons. So why not? If I can't choose myself, though. I do feel like I could spend the rest of my life being haunted by Seth. Would you rather be able to see the future 
or change the past? Because I'm, I'm comfortable with everything I've done in my past, but seeing the future is not nearly as prominent. You know what I mean? It's not powerful. And am I seeing, if I'm seeing the future, is it always going to be true or can I change it? That, you know I mean? That's it's my constantly thing. constantly changing. That's what, yeah, but that's, so what am I seeing? You know what I mean? What's the point of even looking in the future? Yeah, that's my thing is that if I were to see something, I would like, would I be like taking precautions to make sure it doesn't happen? I mean, do I, did I see something bad? Yeah. And I'm now trying to change that constantly or did I see something good? And I'm trying to force my way into making it happen, exactly. and doing in doing so, would I ruin it? I feel like um, I feel like I would want to change the past. Me too. I'd want to change the past, but not for any specific powerful reason. I do not care enough about any mistakes I've ever made. I think I probably would have ate some more dinner. <laughs> That's real deep. I'm a little hungry. You would have used it today. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. Would you rather be able to speak to ghosts but not see them? Or see ghosts, but you're not able to interact with them. Are they gonna interact with me? Uh, no, no, not if you can see them. So I definitely just, interact, like be able to speak to them. Yeah, definitely be able to speak to them. You'd want to speak, but not see them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't need to see them, and like they'd be cool to hang out with, probably. They might look scary for all we know. I don't want to see them. <laughs> I. They might be everywhere too. Right. I and feel that would like be overwhelming. The second half though uh, gives you a safety net. They can't see you or interact with you in the second one. You can see them, but you'll never be harmed by them. You know what I mean? Would you rather catch a Bigfoot or catch an alien? I would catch um, an alien and keep it for myself. <laughs> You'd like, like a, as a pet? No, as or a pet or a friend. You'd be like, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Zorblat, time for dinner. Right. <laughs> okay. A companion. Zorblat's a really good name. I like that. <laughs> I feel like having an alien friend would be awesome because like at night he can just take you and like show you all the like all the stars all the planets show, and, you, like, the pl- show you the other the universes galaxies, the like, future yeah, all these cool things a big, a right. big step down you know? right right that's yeah. like primitive like yeah no I would for sure pick alien um and I'd make videos with him and we would have the greatest YouTube channel you know how famous our channel would be okay final one would you rather be locked in this room for 24 hours with me or Andrew is there food is there f- uh yeah there's food well, Andrew is... <laughs> is there enough food? <laughs> I stopped myself. <laughs> like, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> I'm not going to word this nicely. I can say it. I can say it. <laughs> Definitely you. <laughs> no, I'm not even food related. Like I, Andrew in small quantities is amazing. Well, I can't do that for a day. <laughs> he will drain me. The last time I hung out with him, he just farted. <laughs> yeah, and he farts okay. all the time. The, I don't, what I just pictured is just Andrew and Austin hanging out, and the only thing that Andrew did the whole time they hung out was one fart. <laughs> <laughs> you were there, though. And Andrew, no. Andrew's farts smell so bad, He too. has the worst flatulence. <laughs> Yeah, I pick you, but Andrew would not be a bad choice. Well, thank you guys for playing. That was fun. We are going to jump into story number three very shortly, but first, but first we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. After these messages. And we are back. Crazy, we're back. Okay. You guys ready to jump into story number three? Yeah. I think I'm ready, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Story, story. number three. Winter break of 2015, Danny and Johnson decided to go snowboarding in Stratton Mountain in Vermont. On their way up, a blizzard hit the Vermont area, hit the mountains, and the trails had to be officially closed for the day. Did we get hit with this blizzard? We did. We did? 
That was my first year of college. It was crazy how much snow we got that year, my freshman year of college. All right. That's a good call. Yeah. The lifts were non-operational, and they technically weren't supposed to be on the mountains at all, but there were so many trails, and the area is so big that nobody could really stop them. Johnson turned to Danny and said, you want to hike all the way up to the top? Now, they knew that it would be difficult with their snowboards, but they were thinking about how cool it would be to go all the way to the top and snowboard down a completely empty mountain. About an hour into their hike, they were both getting super, super tired. The blizzard was a little bit worse than they had anticipated. Wait, they were trying to snowboard in the blizzard. They were hiking up in the blizzard to snowboard down. Oh, they're wild. They're doing it in the middle of the blizzard. That could be an avalanche. Very dangerous. They considered turning back, but they figured... We're already about halfway up, and they decided to keep on going. They lose track of time, and Danny eventually turns to Johnson and says, Dude, where are we? I'm completely lost. I have no idea where we are. The wind is howling, the trails have been completely covered in snow, and it's getting dark. Danny was beginning to panic, and that's when Johnson collapses. Now, Johnson's down, they leave their equipment back, and Danny is dragging Johnson through the snow, frantically panicking and looking for help. I'm panicking, boy. I need your help. That's when he sees a small light peeking through the trees. He starts to get closer, and he realizes that there is a cabin sitting up in these woods. So he takes Johnson, and he starts vigorously banging on the front door of the cabin. Who is living over here? A tall, older gentleman with a scruffy beard answers the door, and Danny begs him for help. The man ran out and helped Danny drag Johnson into the house, and they called to the mountain rangers, and they put some tea on. Danny talked to the man for a while, making small talk. He told him about the trip that they were on and how it obviously wasn't going as planned. The man said that they should probably be more careful. The mountain rangers showed up on their snowmobiles, and they took the two boys to the hospital before taking them to a lodge to make sure that everything was okay with them. The next thing that Danny remembers is waking up in a hospital bed next to Johnson. The doctor comes in and he starts explaining to the two of them that they are lucky to be alive. Danny agreed and said, thank God that we found that man and his cabin. And that was when the doctor looked at them and said, uh, no, we found you guys. The mountain rangers found you guys passed out in the snow. We brought you right here. That cabin in the woods never existed. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Snowmobiles. Cabin in the woods that doesn't actually exist. At the end of the day, I do think the story was feeling real. Tove had them dates lined up in the very beginning. Snowstorm lines up. There's really nothing, honestly, out of the ordinary here. It's just two people doing something dumb, going hiking, and then... There's too much of them to handle, and then they get actually picked up, and they hallucinated their whole trip in the cabin. That's what it looks like to me. I just can't picture why there would just be a cabin in this location. The cabin just in this one wasn't too prominent. Well, I'm going to recap all three real quick, and then I'll give you guys some time to make your final decisions. So, story number one, Wendy and Eli went on their honeymoon to a little cabin in the woods. She sets up some flowers for a spiritual peace offering. They go out. When they come back, it's all messed up. In the middle of the night, they're waking up by some weird noises, bangs on the door, some rattling sounds, a weird voice near the side of the phone, and a scary lady that touches Eli's leg and laughs at him, and he sees her multiple times over the course of the next two 
nights. Story number two, Greg goes to camp. Him and his friends find this little house in the woods behind the camp. Two of the friends go into the house and some weird things happen. They say that they saw some sort of creature. At night, they see a creature when the lights go out. A couple years later, Greg brings his girlfriend back and they see a bunch of these things going through the trees and following them home. Story number three, Danny and Johnson go up to Vermont to go snowboarding for winter break. There's a huge blizzard that comes through. It kind of ruins their plans. They decide to go up the hill anyway. One of them passes out. Danny finds a little cabin in the woods and drags Johnson all the way to the cabin. You're safe in there. They eventually get picked up by some rangers on snowmobiles, and then they wake up in a hospital only to find out that the cabin that they thought that they were staying in and that they thought they were safe in never existed at all. Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to make your final decision. Go. Um. So, yeah, story number one just seems, like, honestly, so ridiculous to me. Like, whoever wrote it, it's not real. Bottom line. Not a real story. Yeah, because story number two is ridiculous. Story number three is the only one that's not ridiculous. And story one and story two are the ones that have the unnecessary details. Story three does not. Did they both see this cabin, or was it just <clears throat> the one person that only didn't pass Johnson out? Johnson was passed out. Yeah, only one okay. person saw the cabin. <laughs> yeah, just based off all the evidence we have, it just doesn't. It, that's the one that seems like it has the detail that makes the least possible needed sense to gardenias. Might be story three. Story three is one of those, like, oh, it's so tame. Right. Why did you say that date thing, though? It really makes you think it's not story three. The what thing? The dates. 2015. Yeah. It just adds up so perfectly. It makes me want to not believe it's fake. <laughs> All right. Then let's just go off of what we have. Yeah, then let's know? go story three, then, because we think we think you've been played. Man. Oh, no. Story. I, I think it's story one, personally, because the gardenia. The yellow. I don't know if that makes it real or okay, fake. Okay, what about the the language used for the bird offering <clears throat> to those people in the sky for a special gift to nature? Like, what? Yeah, I don't... Let's... Not, not overthink it. I remember 2015, big year for snow. Big year for snow. <laughs> <laughs> snow was on the come up. It was a bit, yeah. <laughs> snow is really making its way through. Snow was very excited that year. Yeah, so I just got to give it to it. It's got to be story number one. I'm locking it in. Yep. You guys are locking in story number one? Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Not. Not story oh number one. Because he smiled. What is it? What is it? It's story three. Story three. I knew it! Austin, I knew no. it! It made no sense! I knew the it. The cabin? Like, what? I knew it. I knew it. You didn't know it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Why do you go like argue with it? I always believe you, but you didn't believe it, so I didn't believe it. Because you were so, I feel like, on it, right? Wasn't he just so on it? I was on it. I was on it. I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I wanted three, but it's okay. I would have won if I was alone. Hope you have it. He would have. But, <laughs> honestly, I thrive when I'm alone, because I we did an episode just me, and I won. Well, I well, thought you guys were a team. Sort of, but... No, we were Yeah, we're, you're, he's, he just doesn't want to give me the credit. <laughs> but I get the credit when we lose. Sort of. <laughs> I, was a, when we, I won last time because of me, and he wanted to throw us in the wrong pass. No credit. This time, it's all on me, right? I'm the reason we lose. No, we're a team. We go down with the ship together, and we go up together. It's true. Thank you guys for playing. Thank everyone at home for watching. For those of you who are listening to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to give us a rate and review. It really, really helps us out. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for free. If you want to send us stories of your own, you can to call 235 on Instagram or truemissonelie at gmail.com. I can use your fake stories or lies, or I can use things that have really happened to you for truth. So please send them my way. I love reading your stories. If you're watching the video version on YouTube, make sure to give us a like, leave a comment down below, letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes and that is about it thank you guys again so much for watching and listening we will see you guys again next week with a brand new episode bye guys 
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.